Okay, inshallah. All right. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah al-Kareem. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. All praise and thanks are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all peace and blessings be upon the Messenger, upon whom be peace, and his family and his companions. And all those who follow him, I'll follow them um, until the end of time. Ameen. As to what follows. So today we're going to go right, right into it. We have a lot to go over. It's uh, We're going to talk about Hadith uh, al-Ifq and then the, the verses in Surah An-Nur that comment on Hadith al-Ifq. So there's a lot of things going on that, that led to which we have to go through one by one. So this is uh, late in the Medinan period after a battle with the tribe of Ben al-Mustalik. Um, the, the army was resting and there was a freed slave from among the Muhajirim, the immigrants of Mecca, and a freed slave from among the Ansar who got into an argument trying to get some water. And they, they started fighting. So the, the, the Mawla, the, the, the freed slave said, Ya al-Muhajirin, oh Muhajirin, give me, you know, come, come to my aid. And then the other one said, Ya al-Ansar, come to my aid. And then they all got together and they were going to fight each other over this dispute at the well. The Prophet ﷺ got wind of this and came running super upset. And he said, You are going to do the call of Jahiliya, the tribal call. Muhajirin Ansar, my tribe, your tribe, and I am among you. Let it go, for it is filthy. Muntina. And he, and they all, and then they realized they're wrong, and then they all stopped, and the, the dispute went away, and, and, then, and, then, and then that's it. Now, among the people in the camp was Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul, who's the chief of the hypocrites. He, he pretended to be Muslim, but he was kafir inside, trying to undermine the Muslim community from, from within. He heard what happened, and then among his people, he was sitting among his people, one of whom was a, a believer, but secret. Like they, they didn't know about me. A young boy, a young man, either, you know, very early teens. Zaydid al Arqam is his name. So he was saying, did that really happen? Oh my God. These people are like the, the, the old proverb, semmin kelbek ya'kulk. Fatten your dog and then he'll bite you. And, and, and that which was, you know, they, he attacked the, the he, he, you know, he maligned the Prophet ﷺ, upon whom be peace, and the Sahaba. He said, you are the ones that you guys paid the money. You, you, they've come here. They've taken over our land. They've done that. He said, Wallahi, when, when we go back to Medina, that the, that the um, superior is going to expel the inferior, meaning they're just going to kick out the messenger and the Sahaba. Zayd ibn al-Arqam, who was a believer, heard this and went and told the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then it started getting out, you know, now they're starting started to cause dissension among the ranks, right? You know, people were saying, we should kill Abdullah ibn Ubay. And so the Prophet sallallahu didn't want this, 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 this fitna, this, this just to grow. So what he did is he just, he told them to break camp at night and march overnight. And then they stopped for Salah, and then they marched all day. And then they marched till the night, and then they were just all exhausted, and no one wanted to talk about it, right? And uh, 
the son of Abdullah ibn Ubay went to the, to the messenger and said, Ya, ya Rasulullah, if you're going to have someone kill him, let it be me. Because I can't, I don't want to have to look at the murderer of my father and then kill the Muslim and then I go to hell because I killed the Muslim. And the Prophet said, we're, we're, we're going to let it go. We're going to let him go. And he told Sayyidina Omar, do you want the people to say that Muhammad kills his companions? You know, You know, he doesn't want people to say oh, Muhammad kills his companions. So we're just going to let it go. Okay. So they all go back to Medina. And Abdullah ibn Ubay sits at, on the main entrance to Medina with a sword in his hand, waiting. Everyone goes through, everyone's packing. He doesn't say anything. His dad comes. He puts the sword in his dad's chest. And he said, Wallahi, you are al the adhal. Rasulullah is as. You are the, the law and the, and the messenger upon whom be peace. He is the one who is greater than you. And he's, his dad's like, what are you doing? Get away from me. And he, he was serious. He put the sword in his face. He said, Wallahi, you're not going to come into, into to Medina unless the messenger himself gives you permission. And he was going to, he was going to, he was going to kill him. And so he went to, uh, he went to, uh, uh, he went to the, the messenger and got permission to, um, uh, let him into the, into the town. Okay. So, um, he, he got, and the prophet says, and give him permission, but this just increased his, his resentment and his rage against the messenger. So this is the, the ER is calling me. So I'm going to, if you go, hold on one second, I'm going to, um, uh, call them back one second. Sorry about that. Okay, so, so so now he's boiling inside. Meanwhile, back when the camp when when the when the army was back at the camp, Aisha anha, went to go to the bathroom, and they go far away. There were no back, you know, out 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 outhouses. They would just go out in the in the in the desert. So she went to the bathroom, and she lost her necklace. It was her sister's necklace. She didn't want to leave it, so she. When she realized it was gone, she went back to look for her necklace, for her sister's necklace. The army left without thinking that. So the way she traveled was in something called a haudaj, which is like a little tent on two poles that they strap onto a camel. So and she would sit. It's like a little room. So she was light. So they 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 picked her up. Didn't not gonna look inside. 
they didn't know that she was not with them, that she was not there. They put on the camel and they all left. When she came back, she found the army gone. So she said, I'm just going to wait here until someone realizes I, I'm lost and they could come get me again. And, she, and then she fell asleep. The Prophet left uh, one of the Sahaba named Safwan ibn, ibn Mu'attal. He was uh, one of the you know, very good Sahaba. He was a, a veteran of Badr. Behind the army even further to pick up things that were lost, whatever. He saw her and he recognized her because he, he knew what she looked like before hijab came down. And for the wives of the Prophet, they were they wore niqab over their over their, their faces. So he said, Aisha, what are you doing here? And she didn't answer. She woke up and she didn't answer. She says, Why are you here? He says, So he brings his camel, he turns away, he lets her get on top of the camel, and then he leads her into Medina. They he doesn't say a word to her, she didn't say a word to him. Now, sitting on the main road into Medina after this whole thing happened was Abdullah ibn Ubay. He saw Safwan coming in with Aisha. And so he said, Zawjit sahibikum wa Safwan. Oh, the, the, the wife of your companion and Safwan. Wallahi ma najat minhu wa ma naja minha. By God, neither were safe from the other. That was it. And people started talking. People started talking. Did you hear what happened? Oh my God, Aisha and Safwan were alone. They came alone. Oh my, and they just started talking, 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 talking until three people finally, you know how you play telephone? Finally, three people accused Aisha of zina. Like they actually accused, they said, oh, she actually committed zina. Aisha, the wife of the Messenger, our mother. So, and the, those three were good Sahaba. They were not munafiqeen. They were Hamna bint Jahsh, who was the sister-in-law of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa peace be upon him. Hassan ibn Thabit, Thabit, the poet of the messenger, and Mistah ibn Abi Mistah, Aisha's relative, our mother Aisha's relative. <laughs> Those are the three people. They were Sahaba, good Sahaba. Okay? And kept talking, 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 talking. And, and, and no wahi. Jibreel didn't come, Quran didn't come, the Messenger him, heard it, and he doesn't know what to, he doesn't know what to do. At that time, when she came back, Aisha became sick. And she noticed that the Messenger him, was not as lovey dovey as he normally was. She noticed. He would come in the house, her mother was there with her, and he would say, Kaifa, how is how is how is she? And that's it. Normally, he would be lovey-dovey, how are you, and everything. Different, completely different. And she noticed that. So then she asked, you know, so, can I go and recover in my parents' house? And he said, yes, go ahead. Again, it kept going, kept going. But the, the talk kept increasing. Everybody kept talking about it. Um, to the point that the messenger, sallallahu got up on the minbar and he said, how is it that there are people who are hurting me in the, in the matter of my, of, of my wife? And I have known nothing but good from her. And about Safwan, who is good and has never gone into my house without me. And so one of the Aus, okay, the one of the, the Sahaba from the tribe of Aus said, Ya Rasulullah, if it's from the Aus, we'll, 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 we'll take care of him. And if it's from our brothers of the Khazraj, let us, give us permission, and we will take care of them because that person who said that deserves to get his head chopped off. 
Now, the person who did it, Abdullah Nabi, is from Khazraj. Okay? So the leader of Khazraj, Sa'd ibn Ubaidah, I think Sa'd ibn Ubaidah, he got up and said, Kadabta, Allah. You're not, you know you're not gonna you you are not gonna do that, and you you're only saying that because you know that the person who started this is from Khazraj. And then the other one, the other the, the Sahabi from Aus said, You are Kadib, you are the one that you are munafiq defending a munafiq. You're a hypocrite defending a hypocrite. And they started arguing amongst each other. So the Messenger Sahib got on, got down from the pulpit and just and said, Okay, okay, stop, stop, stop. You know, it's so now even fitna again between the Aus and the Khazraj because of this. Again, tribal. I mean, the Prophet was working so hard to change the paradigm in Arabia from tribalism to a brotherhood of faith. And it was very difficult, and it was very easy for them to slip back into their old ways. So then, again, the, the talk kept continuing. So the Prophet went to his closest family, Usama ibn Zayd, his grandson, and Ali ibn Abi Talib. He told Usama, he said, what do you think? He said, Ya Rasulullah, this is kathib, this is lie. This is a lie. We know she's good. This is a lie. Don't even pay attention to it. He asked Ali, what do you think? He's like, Ya Rasulullah, he's practical. He's more practical. Ya Rasulullah, and he said, Kathib's a lot of, a lot of women. <laughs> you know, there's nothing, nothing keeping you to, why do you, I mean, there's no obligation for you to keep her if she's giving you a hard time. But to be fair, you should ask her servant about her. So they went to the servant and they asked her, anything at all? Have you seen anything at all that make you doubt Aisha? She said, no way, no way, anything at all, no way. So then Ali is like, rough, tell the truth, you know? And she's like, okay, well, one time I made some dough and I told Aisha, please keep an eye on the dough because we're going to make bread. And she forgot about it and a goat ate it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Our mother Aisha. So, so that now again it kept continuing. So he went to the he went to her house, and he said, "Yeah, Aisha, be conscious and mindful of God. If you did what they said, you know she's she's crying. If you did what they said, ask Allah for forgiveness, and He will forgive you." And she just turns around. She's just shocked, and she told and her parents were there, Abu Bakr and 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 Umar Umar, and she said, "Answer the Messenger, Sallallahu Say something." And they go, what, what are we supposed to say? We have nothing to say. And she said, if I admit to what they're saying, I said, I'm not going to tube. I'm not going to make tawbah. Because if I admit to what they're saying, I'd be saying a lie. And Allah knows that I'm innocent. And if I tell you I didn't do it, none of you would believe me. So I'm only going to say what the... Uh, she forgot his name. She was in so much mental distress. Yaqub. Uh, the father of Yusuf, Abu Yusuf, Sabr and Jameel, beautiful patience. Wallahu al-musta'anu ala ma tasifun. And God is the one who is, he is sought refuge from what you guys are describing. And then she turned, she gave her back to them. And at that very moment, this is after, I guess, 20, 30, maybe even 40 days, Wahi, Jibreel came with Wahi, with the verses in Surah An-Nur. Okay. Um, and at that moment, <laughs> Abu Bakr was just terrified because he was afraid that it was going to come with ayat that do not uh, declare her innocence. And then 
Aisha who she said to herself, she said, I was, I didn't think I was worthy enough for Quran to be revealed about me. I just hoped maybe Jibreel would come down to him. Maybe he'd see it in a dream that would declare my innocence. She said, I, I didn't think I was worthy enough to have Quran revealed about me. Look at, look at our mother, Radha. So then came the verses. Those who, who brought forth the lie were a group among you. Do not think it to be an evil for you. Rather, it is a good for you. Unto each man among them is the sin he committed. And he among them who undertook the greater part of it, Okay? So, uh, meaning that it's everyone is going to get a portion of the sin, and the one who started it, Abdullah ibn Ubay, he's going to have a huge punishment. Why wasn't it the fact when you heard it that the believers thought good of themselves and said this is a huge lie. Ifk is like slander. Like there's absolute ifk, there's there's kathib, there's buhtan in Arabic, and there's ifk. Ifk is the highest level of lie. Like the worst kind of lie. Allah uses if every word is not random. So, you know, لولا, uh, uh, لولا, why didn't you think good of yourselves? And you said, this is a huge if, a humongous meaning. Why didn't they bring forth four witnesses? If they don't bring forth witnesses, then in Allah's sight, they are the ones who are lying. Now, four witnesses, not four witnesses of them together. It's four, please, you know, I'm trying, sorry to be explicit. It's four witnesses of the act of intercourse. You have to have four and they have to be the exact same. No one can be different. It can't be, they can't recant later. I mean, the evidentiary standard is just impossible. Okay. Um, and if, if it wasn't for the grace the fadl the, the bounty that God has put on you and his mercy in, the, in this life and the next that if it wasn't for that there would have been a big punishment that would have touched you because of this you just threw it from tongue to tongue and you just play and you just spread without having any knowledge and you think it's no big deal and it is a huge deal and Allah it's a humongous deal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala why wasn't it the fact that when you heard this 
you said we shouldn't talk about this. How perfect you are, Allah, oh God. This is a huge indeed buhtan. Again, big lie. God warns you never to do this again if you are truly believers. So, remember we talked about last time, we, we talked, we were discussing about passing rumors, and if you hear something, well, this is, look at what happened. These, and, and so what happened is, the verses of slander, the punishment for slander were also revealed. Um, and so, Hamna bin Tijash was lashed, Hassan ibn Thabit was lashed, and uh, Mistah ibn Abi Mistah was also lashed. All, all of them. So, um, uh, this just—I mean—just shows you that. Look, I mean, this is the, this is this, this kind of community, you know, in the in the in the presence of the of the of the messenger, Aisyah peace be upon him. They 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 had this, and they still fell into this kind of trap of rumor mongering. And look, he, what's it? It started. You know what this all started from? It all started from. Racism and tribalism. I mean, that's what started this whole thing, if you think about it. And then that led to the Abdullah ibn Ubay, and then that led to the, and then that led to this slander. Right. So, I mean, there's just, it's just so easy for us to fall into that trap. And this story just reminds us that if if you if you if you if you hear something, and, and you don't have proof, you know, then you're like. No. We shouldn't talk about it. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Even though probably inside you want to know. You want you love to hear dirt about other people. We love to get dirt and gossip. There's the whole TMZ, there's a whole industry, the paparazzi and TMZ about gossip and rumor margaring. It's a whole industry. But Allah, this story is teaching Allah is teaching us not to do that. If we hear something. There's no proof. We just got to say, I'm not going to talk about it. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Even though maybe inside you do want to know. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from someone lying about, about, about our Aba, us, or someone we love. So we'll stop there. Reflections. I want to ask if you can go over the three types of lies. You can go into, if you can like elaborate on them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to. I just heard it. So, meaning it's not true, you know, but there might be some basis in truth, right? Um, maybe there's you you heard it wrong. That that's kadib, you know. Buhtan is there's no basis in the in at all. It's just a flat out untruth, and ifk is even higher than that, like complete slander. I mean, it's it's the highest level of lie. Like, there's absolutely it's just made up out of thin air, and and it's a, and it's a slander. If if that's if is not just the lie, it's if it's the highest kind. So when Allah says in the ifki, He's just saying right away in those first few words, Allah said this is completely false. This complete this. Completely never happened. They just made it up. 
So even in the words that Allah uses, subhanahu wa ta'ala, it already conveys that Allah is saying, there is absolutely no basis to this. He didn't even use kathib. He used buhtan and um, ifk. Right? Let me see here. Uh, let me see. Tremendous calumny is what they, buhtanun uh, calumny is what, what what they translate buhtan. And then they translated uh, ifk as the lie. But again, it's that's a poor translation. Like ifk is like the big lie, like the the capital L lie. One thing that has been, uh, I, I was just thinking about while you, while you were speaking, kind of going back to what you were saying last week, people don't know their motivations, but I think, you know, taking that and going into the issue of being a hypocrite and not knowing you're a hypocrite. I mean, do you feel like that's a possibility for a lot of people that like, in a sense, I don't... you just... You don't know if you don't know if any if your intentions are you know, like what we were saying last week, but kind of to the point where you are actually part of those part of that uh, group of people. I mean, like when we talk about the hypocrites back at the time of the Prophet, these people were they faked their they outwardly claimed belief, but inwardly they were non-believers. Okay, so. Now there were some. There was a companion. His name was. I think his name was Hanzala. Uh, he said Nafaka Hanzala. He's. He said that I am a hypocrite. And and Abu Bakr asked him, Why do you say that? He said because when we were with the Messenger Sallallahu we're so you know in the zone with Iman that we can almost see Jannah. But then we go home to our wives and our kids and our life. We forget. So I feel like I'm a hypocrite. And Abu Bakr said, You know, I feel the same way. And they went to the messenger and he said, no, 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 no. If you were like you were with me all the time, the angels would shake your hands on the streets. You'll have an hour like this and an hour like that. That's not hypocrisy. The hypocrisy is being you. You are faking your belief to the people and inside you are a non-believer. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think you can be a hypocrite and just not know. Because those are punished with the lowest level of the darkil asfali min al-nar, as the Quran says. They are in the lowest level of hellfire. So you can't just be, you don't know. I don't think so. And thank God that they, that, that those companions asked the messenger about that. Because he yeah. said, no, no, that's not that's not hypocrisy. You know what? You have your amen goes up and down. Right? You're, 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 you're. You're, you have good days and bad days when it comes to Iman. I appreciate that. I, didn't, I actually didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm glad that I'm uh, glad that they that they said that because because they they felt that they were hip, they hypocrites and he said no 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 that's not that's not at all. I like you know how would you describe. Kind of gonna go into a different area, but how would you describe, in a sense, somebody who is, like you say, for this example, you know, 
spreading rumors is false or listening to rumors is false, but you keep falling into it. In a sense, I'm saying to people, don't go and listen to other people's business, but then you end up falling into that same thing. You end up just, you know, here and there, you kind of, you, you hear it and you, you don't, you know, you, you don't turn away from it. Just you, you allow yourself to listen. It's, I mean, it's, it's, what would you it's hard, categorize it's that hard. as? You got, I mean, you, you know, look, the people who, who actually accused our mother, Aisha, of Zina, were Sahaba, were like one, they were Aisha's relative, the Prophet's relative, and Hassan and Thabit, one of the closest companions to the messenger. The people who were closest to the messenger, and they fell into this. I mean, I'm not excusing. I'm not excusing it. And what I'm saying is that it's it's tough. You gotta be. We have to be. We have to be ever vigilant. It's hard. The human you wanna. You're in nature. You wanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna know what what happened. And then you know. No. Oh my God. Yes. And then and and then in those moments of. Heightened thing. That's where you can add things in. You know that game of telephone. Yeah. You know when you're when you say you one thing, and then by the time it comes back to you, it's a whole different. Right. So, I mean, that's what that's what happens. It's so tough. We have to always check ourselves and be careful. But I mean, the the people who were and so the, there was a laula that verse laula is that was referencing Abu Ayyub al-Ansari and his wife. Abu Ayyub al-Ansari was one of the Ansar. His wife said, did, did you hear what they're saying about Aisha? And he's like, let me stop there. Would you do something like this? She's like, no way. No way I would do something like that. And he said, would I, do you think I would do something like this? She said, hashak. Never. You would never lower yourself to that level. So he said, Aisha is better than you and Safwan is better than me. So stop talking about it. That was what we're supposed to do. You hear something? You don't have proof? You don't show me? I don't want to hear about it. You might be the only one. you know. But again, at the end of the day, you want to face Allah and say, well, I didn't, I tried to do my best to not be, to not be part of it. Right? It's hard, man. It's really hard. I mean, Allah was so stern with the Sahaba. يَعِذُكُمْ أَنْ تَعُودُ لِمِثْلِهِ أَبَدًا يَعِذُكُمُ اللَّهُ أَنْ تَعُودُ لِمِثْلِهِ أَبَدًا إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ If you were, if you guys say you're believers, Allah warns you never to do this again. Right? It's, it's a very, it was a very difficult time for Aisha. And so when Aisha found out about this, right? So I didn't go over that. So one time Aisha went out to the to the bathroom with her with her, um, you know, she had no idea in the beginning. We didn't talk about this. She had no idea what was being said about her. No idea. She was sick. So one time she felt a little bit better. A little bit better. She went out to the bathroom with Umm Mustah, the mother of Mustah, her, her relative. And she tripped on her on her gown and fell. And she got up and, and was taking the dirt. And she said, Taisa Mustah. May, may, may Mustah be, be destroyed. And she's like, why do you? Why did you say that? He's a companion of the messenger, and it was a veteran of Bedr. She's shocked. She's like, 
You don't know what he's saying about you? She's like, no. She told her the whole story. And then she just didn't feel like going to the restroom anymore. She went back and just started crying so intensely because she just was beside herself in grief that this could be said about her. Her own relative, that Abu Bakr was paying money to, was supporting him financially. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. You know what I mean? Subhanallah. I mean, if if these people can, can fall into this thing, uh, may Allah help us. All we can say is God help us and God protect us from being slandered or having any one of our family being slandered. It's very tough. And the Prophet was a human being. Everyone's talking about it. Of course he's going to be affected. He doesn't know. Jibreel hasn't come down and said, no, it's all, it's all a lie. Because Allah was teaching the, 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 the believers a lesson. So, I mean, if the Prophet wrote the Quran, right, he would have done it immediately, the next day. Wouldn't you if you were writing the book? No. It came after a long time. A long time. So, you know, the Prophet didn't, didn't it's just further proof of the of the veracity of our messenger, peace be upon him. Absolutely. I appreciate uh, close close this off with the dua. Yeah, inshallah. Ya Allah, Allahumma Rabbana, please protect us from the slander of of of, of other people. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, allow us to rise above the weaknesses that we have as human beings to resist hearing slander from others. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please protect our tongues from being the um, instigators of slander and backbiting and rumor mongering. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, protect that, protect us and our families from the malicious lies of other people. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give us the strength to rise above the weaknesses we have as human beings to be the best believers possible. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive, forgive us our sins and shower upon us your mercy and your rahmah and your grace and your love and your light. Make us among those when we are seen, you are remembered. Ya Arhamur Rahmin. Subhana Rabbika Rabbul Izzati Amma Yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Thanks so much for your time and attention, bro.